0: Welcome back to another bonus episode of the Dishing Up Digital podcast. I uploaded one of these a few weeks back. I did a little analysis on the recent SKIMS campaign and just talked about overall their their marketing and how well it works. And I uploaded that a few weeks ago as an extra last minute bonus episode and people really liked it. So I was feeling inspired today and I wanted to record another one. And today as I'm recording this and hopefully as the episode is going live, It is Black Friday week. And in case you've been living under a rock, I've talked about this many times, but I'm doing quite a cool promo this year where for the entire week of Black Friday, I have a new deal that launches every day. And these are limited time deals. Some of them actually have a amount of people, like a limit on the amount that can purchase and others for the most part, they just last 24 hours. So you only have a one day window to get in on this offer. Because they're that awesome and exclusive and exciting that I can kind of only offer them for one day. But I'm having a lot of fun this week. And today, the special deal is 50% off my book, Bitch Power. Now, this is a book that I self-published earlier in the year. And I am super, super proud of it. And today I thought I would talk through one of the sections of the book, one of my favorites. Although it is difficult to pick a favorite because I love the whole book so much. But to give you a little bit of a rundown on what the book that is about and to read you a particular section on tackling your fear of failure, because this is something that I've dealt with a lot on my own business journey, but I also am seeing it in a lot of other people and a lot of my students and a lot of people in my community at the moment. We are struggling with this fear of failure. So I thought let's unpack it today. This chapter has some really cool examples And then also some uh, prompts at the end of it that you can sort of go away and think about. Now, this section is not actually a whole chapter. It's part of a chapter. And this is chapter chapter one. There we go. (laughs) I kind of opened the book and was like, what do I want to talk about? And I opened it literally to the page on Fear of Failure. And I was like, yes, this is what we need to talk about. But it's from chapter one, which is called The Gender Confidence Gap. And this chapter is part of part one of the book. And the whole framework of bitch power is it's turning this word that has typically been used to insult women or is used to insult women. And it's a very special word in that it's only used to insult women, right? You don't really see men getting called a bitch. And I wanted to take this very negative word and turn it into something that could be a framework to help women instead of, you know, insulting them. Let's empower them. So the framework is basically divided up into each letter of the word. So part one is obviously the letter B, which stands for belief in my framework. So that is why gender confidence is kind of like the first topic of the book. And the reason this sort of slotted together so perfectly and was actually what really inspired the whole concept for the book was because self-belief, confidence, to me, that is everything in business. And that is the foundation of a successful business. If you go out there, start a you know a new side hustle, but you don't believe in yourself, that side hustle is going to crumble. The first obstacle that you come to, the first boundary, the first thing that goes wrong, <laughs> if you don't have that self-belief and confidence back in yourself, everything's going to crumble and you're going to walk away. So in all of my courses and all of my coaching programs, we actually start with imposter syndrome. Even in my Instagram marketing course, one of the first lessons is called Myths and Mindset. And that is because I firmly believe even with things like posting on Instagram and you know those elements of your marketing in your business, if it's not coming from a place of confidence, a place of self-belief then it's not going to perform well and you're not going to show up consistently. So it really is the foundation of every part of every part, I should say, of your business. So the gender gender confidence chapter talks about quite a few different topics, including like imposter syndrome and a few case studies and a few other uh, statistics around this and then tackling your fear of failure is a bit of a subsection. So, let's dive in and read this together. I always get a bit awkward reading from my book. I don't know why. I think it gives it brings me back to those times in an English class like in school when you're a kid and you go around the room and you read out a chapter of a book did anyone else do that in class like I'm assuming that's not just a New Zealand thing but as a very introverted child it used to stress me out a lot (laughs) so let's try not to uh, go back to me being 12 years old reading nervously in a classroom but ironically this is about tackling your fear of failure and you know tackling your fears so let's dive in and read this together Sarah Blakely started Spanx with $5,000 of her own money she'd saved from working as a door-to-door fax salesperson in 2000. Fast forward to 2012, and Sarah made it on the Forbes Billionaires list after selling the majority share of her iconic shapewear company in, the deal, in a deal which valued the company at 1.2 billion. That's USD as well. How amazing is that? What does she credit all of the success to? What's her secret? To Sarah, it's all about failure and how she's redefined what it means to her. Growing up, Sarah's father encouraged her to fail. Around the dinner table, he would ask Sarah and her brother about what they'd failed at that week. And if they didn't have anything, he would be disappointed. Before her time selling fax machines, she wanted to become a lawyer, but failed the LSATs exams twice. When it came to starting Spanx, She'd never taken a business class and had no training and no idea what she was really doing, but she didn't let that stop her. And here's a little quote from Sarah that I've got in the book. It's kind of on the end of a page, so I'm going to have to awkwardly flip it halfway through, but here we go. (laughs) It's one of my favorite. Failures are life's way of nudging you and letting you know you are off course. Trying new things and not being afraid to fail along the way are more important than what you learn in school. That is the quote from Sarah Blakely. Love it. It's time to reframe failure and start telling yourself a new story. When we can change our beliefs and mindset, we have the power to change how we see failure. Stop being intimidated by what you don't know and being afraid to try. From this day on, you will no longer be let you will no longer let that little rumbling what if voice inside you, inside your head stop you from chasing your dream life. The truth is, There is no such thing as failure, only an opportunity to learn and grow. Once you realize this, you will become limitless. The best quality you can have as an entrepreneur or a young woman climbing the corporate ladder is the ability to try anything. Throw yourself into new scenarios despite the fact that inside your heart is racing at a million miles an hour. Move through the fear and do the damn thing anyway. Was I terrified to leave my comfortable job as a journalist and go out on my own? You bet I was. I've never been so petrified in my life than the day I handed in my resignation. In fact, I'd been putting it off for six months because I was that scared. But I knew inside I had to le- to at least give myself a shot. It's not about being fearless. Trust me, I still get nervous and clammy walking into important business meetings. It's about reframing what fear is and moving through that feeling because you know the reward at the end of the tunnel is so worth it. And then we sort of move into what I've written in the book, our eight steps to changing your mindset and being more confident. And I'm not going to read the full thing. I think I might just run through the list. Each sort of point or or step has a little subsection where I expand more. But let me just run through the eight for you. So number one is stopping the negative self-talk. Does anyone here just, you know, talk down to themselves like, oh, I look so ugly today. I need to go to the gym, all that kind of stuff, you know? Point number two or step number two is get comfortable with disappointment, right? Again, you're just shifting your mindset around something that's already happening in life instead of treating it like the greatest embarrassment. You're getting comfortable with it and you're okay with it. Realize that everyone has insecurities is step number eight, Step number four, emulate confident people around you. <laughs> this just goes with the classic saying, fake it till you make it, right? Use someone else as your your mentor, mentor, as your model, as the person you want to be, if you're not quite there yet. Step number five, leave your comfort zones. Um, I've got a little quote in here from Mal Robbins, who's an awesome, awesome coach. And it says, taking action breeds confidence, right? So if you wanna become more confident, You just have to start taking more action. Like it's a bit of a cash 22. Confidence comes from taking action, but you're too scared to take action. So you just have to be, you have to push yourself and leave that comfort zone. Step number six is dress for it. When in doubt, I chuck on a power suit and a pair of my favorite heels. And it's a quick fix to feeling like a million bucks. Step number seven, let go of comparison. Step number eight, take your time and be persistent. Remember that change doesn't happen overnight. So that is a little uh, expert or extraction or a little section of my my book, Bitch Power. And I really love that chapter. And from that chapter on self-confidence, we go into chapter two, which is on self-love. So the title is Self-Love Isn't Selfish, which is another one of my favorites. And something that I get a lot of positive feedback on is that chapter. But if we talk a little bit more about fear of failure, I want to talk about the book specifically and a few of my other failures in business, because in all honesty, I do class the book as a bit of a failure in terms of a financial sense. I was talking about this on my Instagram stories today. I have not made money off this book because of all the money that it took to produce it in terms of the cover, in terms of the editing, In terms of all of the marketing and all of the free copies that I've given away. I just recently gave away 150 free copies at a a conference that I went to the other weekend. So in that sense, if you were to look at the income and the outcome or the expenses, this book would not be a success. But it's a success to me in terms of it was always one of my goals to write a book. It's a success to me in terms of the messages and the DMs that I get from you guys and how much you really love it, and how much it has impacted and affected people's lives and inspired people, that to me is the great reward. And one of my biggest skills, I think, as an entrepreneur is moving forward through failure, to not being afraid to fail. I also talk quite a lot about writing, or not writing, creating my first online course or program, And I mentioned how the first one that I did, it was like a private coaching for Instagram kind of offer. It it flopped. No one bought it. It did not sell. And I had even family members who'd come up to me and be like, oh, how's that program that you launched? I saw it on your Instagram. And I was like, oh, no one bought it. And a lot of people would completely hide away from that and be like ashamed of this great failure that everyone can see. But I kind of just like left it there. I was like, oh, I'm just going to leave the website up and I'll, you know, talk about it occasionally. Let's see how we go. And I just had this feeling something was going to happen, like this was going to grow into something. And I ended up being contacted by a young woman called Grace who wanted to sign up for a coaching program. She'd seen the offer on my website, but she wanted to learn about social media management. She essentially said, I want to learn what you do as a job. And I was like, oh, okay. well, I can change the program up. And instead of just talking about Instagram, we're going to talk about social media management and signed her up. And that was the foundation to what is now the Dishing Up Digital School. That curriculum that I taught her, I then went on to teach three or four other people privately. I then turned it into a group coaching program, which then got turned into what the Dishing Up Digital School is today, which is the hybrid course live coaching program. We have self-study material, and then we have our live Q and A's, live trainings in the Facebook group. And that has been an incredibly successful course for me. Creating that has been a game changer for my business. And I absolutely love it. It's probably my favorite part of my job. Like I love creating content for Instagram. I love working with my clients. But the thing I love most is connecting with those students and seeing them and helping them grow a successful business for themselves. You know, we have students come in and and maybe they're moms and they're looking for a part time side hustle. They're looking to grow an income stream of their own and not just rely maybe on their partner's income. And to see them actually go out and do that is incredible. To see young women come in who maybe haven't gone to university or maybe they've gone to university and they've realized that it wasn't for them and they hate the corporate world. To see them actually go find something that they're passionate about to create this new life and live on their own terms is incredibly rewarding to watch and I love it. But I would not have this if I hadn't had that first failure, right? And that is why it's become so easy for me to look at projects and be like, well, I kind of failed. That's kind of annoying. Oh, well. Let's move on to the next thing or what learnings, what lessons can I take from this failure to make the next project even better? Right. And that is because I have that fallback or that that lesson from the Dishing Up Digital School and such a strong lesson of what failure can turn into and how it can be the redirection towards success And I just love that. I think it's amazing. So if you are sitting here today and you are scared of something, you're scared of taking the plunge, of starting your own business, of investing in that program, of, of doing X, Y, and Z, I wanted to upload this episode today to just give you that little bit of an extra push to tell you that it's okay to be scared, but we've got to learn to move through that fear and take action. Because wouldn't it suck to get to the end of your life and not have gone after your dreams? only because you were too scared. Like it sounds kind of silly when you say it out loud, li- out loud like that. But it's easy to get caught up in your head, your own emotions, your own limiting beliefs and let that take control. So, I hope this was a nice little push, an extra push, an extra nudge for you, those of you who are sitting on the fence and are feeling that fear today. I hope you go out and you do the damn thing anyway. And I hope you enjoyed today's little bonus episode. Remember to subscribe to the podcast if you're new. Remember to rate, review, all of that good stuff. It really helps us out a lot. And I will catch you next Monday with our regularly scheduled podcast episode. See you there. Bye, guys.